And welcome back. I'm Mike. I'm Cody. We are the Turntable Teachers. And class is back in session. So we are back with our first guest speaker episode of 2020. Everyone, give it up for Marcel Stefan. Marcel, how you doing, dude? Good, man. Thank you for having me. So he is a gardener rapper specifically, uh, so a little bit west of Boston. You guys have obviously heard his name come up many a times. He did our intro. Yeah, I was going to say, you've actually heard him just like about 5, 20 seconds ago. Yeah, about 30 seconds ago, roughly at this point. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, thank you for that because we absolutely love this thing. I know you, you came in, you're like, yo, like... Do you still do play it at the, at the episode? <laughs> like every every time, man. Yeah. It's it's awesome. We really appreciate you uh, really being a part of what we do over here. So had to have you on. Glad we were able to uh, finally get it together. So no problem, man. It was fun making it. Yeah, dude. Uh, we loved it. So it's so funny because Presh, who's in the background, mm-hmm. what's up, bro? How what you doing? <laughs> so we were all sitting. We're at my cousin's house when I was living there at the time. It was me, it was me you, Sam, and Taylor. Right. We were in my screen. My that that screen room. Great. Oh, great night, of course. Always a great night with you with you boys. Shout out uh, T and Sam. Yeah. So we're all sitting there, and you guys are giving me shit. Like, they're basically, like, ragging on us a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're good friends. They're not telling us what we do is great. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're, they're just, like, trying to shit on you. and yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, it's good, but it could be better, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just being real friends. And essentially, you know, Sam was like, how are you a music podcast with no intro? You have no intro music. And that was at the time where, like, you know, obviously we were just starting out and whatnot. And yeah, it's like intro music. We have, like, in a USB microphone. I think we have, like, bigger bigger <laughs> issues. There's bigger issues on, on the table. Bigger fish to fry than the damn <laughs> intro right now. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's so funny, though. So he says that. And then, literally, I'm not kidding. Like, two week, two or three weeks later was that Icon show. Or that show at Icon with a, for Glenn Levitt that you, yeah. you performed with Washi and Zafir. I bumped into you. I told you good shit, whatever. And then we were talking and I didn't even mention it. You were just like, yo, like you got intro music. And I'm like, no. And you were like, (laughs) let me make one for you right now. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like my boy was just giving me shit about this. And I was like, I don't know. Like, we'll see what he comes up with. Right. As I told you about it, you were like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, let him do it. And then you sent it through and I I was a little skeptical. I was like, I don't don't know what, what's going to come through. And you were like, and you like honestly, no idea what to expect. And it's so funny, you know, it's so funny because he was awesome about it. He was like, "Man, like if you don't like it, like be honest, like yeah. I'll remake it, like it's totally fine, like don't feel like, don't worry about like, you know, hurting my feelings or anything like that." I was like, "All right, all right, can we keep that in mind?" And then I'm playing it, and I'm like, "Yo, this is fucking perfect." <laughs> like, literally, I appreciate that. And then I sent it to you. Well, because I remember I saw, I think you put it on your, like your Insta story oh, or something like that. That's you right. like you like Insta storyed right. yourself, you're like, like what the hell? This is so good. And I remember <laughs> messaging you right afterwards, being like, "Dude, that is that a joke? Like, I I feel like that like that's so good. <laughs> I, like, I didn't I didn't almost believe it was real. I, we were saying earlier today that was almost like." The moment was like, okay, yeah, this is like, this is actually some real shit. Like now, we, it's like, it's legit. Glad to be a part but of it. Potentially a turning Absolutely. point. Yeah, I was actually, it's a funny story too, because I was actually getting shit on myself about that beat. I was making that beat. I actually made that beat a long time ago, and uh, I wanted to rap on it, but it was like a writer's block thing going on. I was sitting there listening to it, and I was like, this is different. This is different than my usual shit. This is like not my sound, and I show, I showed my girl, I showed my girlfriend, 
She's like, you don't want this beat. She's like, it sounds like like a seventies like radio show. <laughs> She's like a seventies radio show break or something like a commercial or something, and that just like stuck in my head. And I was like, how can I how can I rap on this without it sounding like some seventies fucking radio show? So when you guys when we were at the Glen Levent, you guys were like, yeah, we got this podcast. I was like, light bulb. I was like, ding. I was like, oh, yeah, I can make it a fucking radio show type thing. I was like, where? Let, let me make you a song. That's why I was so eager to do it. I was like, yo, I gotta put because I hate making something and it just sits there and collects dust. I was like, yeah. I could put that to use right here. Well, again, it was so funny that you, that the light bulb hit for you because it hit for me because I it's not even something that honestly I really had thought of at that point of like. Yeah. Wow, Sam is absolutely right. Like, we don't have intro music mm-hmm. and we're a music podcast. How is that possible? You know what I mean? And I was just yeah. like, I, I felt a little ashamed about it. But it was good. It's a great thing. You know what I mean? But, and just so funny that it happened like weeks later. Yeah. Like, crazy, bro. Like, yeah. I, I know it's just like cliche and shit, but like, you know, that everything happens for a reason. Thing. I was but just like, going to say that. Yo, that shit was it's cliche, right but like, yeah. yo, like, this stuff does really happen. Like, I yeah. feel like, you know what I mean? I really Facts. do. Yeah. Absolutely, man. That was so, so funny. So, yeah, so when I met you there, you played a song. So it was so funny because I, I love this track, too. This is the one stuck with Michael Christmas. And I had heard his name, like, floating around in the Boston scene. And so when you got on stage and you were like, oh, this is my track with Michael Christmas, like, immediately, like, I stopped my conversation and I was like, okay. what? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's cool. And, uh, dude, the song's amazing. So anybody that's out there, check this out. Um, actually, you know what? Should we should we play a thirty second clip of it for the uh, for the people? Yeah, I, I think is, we'll is, that, is that cool with you? If we, we play a little clip of this of this shit for for, for our people, yeah, all right. Well, all right. We'll take a little break. Without further ado, this is uh, stuck Marcel featuring Michael Christmas. I think I got it. Don't mind me. I'm drunk now. <laughs> yeah. I got family all on my mind. Mom say I reek of weed indeed. I smoke the whole family tree the greenest leaves. Now I'm twisted up like some beady bees. I'm the bees knees beat the bee like me. I wish you didn't wanna be like me. Everybody wanna be like Mike, but pick a different when I'm evil G. A evil genius smiling big as big. She lick my future kids and she ain't get a bib. I break some bread, some ribs, some dollar bills and shit. I made a couple monies on my penmanship. Summer, summertime, like Fresh Prince. Babe shorts, long socks, tall tee, chicken wings, all free. I done came up and it's all me. Family all on my mind. We know we the shit. Visualize what I need. Right? Cause I need that shit. Josie spending my time. That's that leadership. Man, I'm stuck with my team. Man, I'm stuck with my team. Stuck with my team till I pass away. Think of all hard cause I ride this way. Never drop the ball like castaway. Sneak in the club, we don't have to pay. Sipping on the drink, chase it with the drink. Me mother crowd with the aftertaste. Sipping on the drink, chase it with the drink. Me mother crowd with the aftertaste. So how did that really co- collaboration come about with with Mike? Funny story, man. That was a good day. Um, who was I with? I was with Scott. It was just me and Scott. Scott's like my my road dog. Like he's always with me, helping me make moves and like trying to make connections for me and shit. He was at Glen Levette. I met him with yeah. you, correct? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. better. He's better at like the social shit than I am, like social media and like even in, like in person being social. Because sometimes it can be kind of quiet and shit, but or like not know how to use technology at all. So he's but, your pressure on essentially the guy, yeah. the guy behind you. Yeah, he's, he's your exactly. Yeah, he's he your, and with Sam too, of course. He could want it could be a shout out Sam. He does plenty for us, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was like. Um, Michael Christmas 
Michael Christmas, you should make a song with Michael Christmas. And I was like looking, I was like, yo, Michael Christmas got good music, but I didn't know how big he was until I like looked at more of his YouTube videos. And I was like, yo, he's like right there. So I, I reached out to him and I didn't think it would happen. It's, Scott's one of those people, he's always in my ear. Like, I'll be like, yo, we're not going to try that because it's not going to happen. He's like, you got to try shit. I'm like, it's not worth trying. It's not going to happen. He's like, try it. Like, I would have never, I wouldn't think that, I, I wouldn't have the nerve to reach out to Michael Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's like, oh, he's too I'm big. Like, like, yo, no he's, way. what does he get out of it? He's way, he's way bigger of an artist, right? And I'm like, yo. But I reached out to him and he's actually like, the thing about Michael Christmas is he's, he's cool. Like, I won't say names, but I've met famous rappers before and talked to them and like tried to network with them and like they can Just be real like feeling ego they can be them. real dicks sometimes like I'm not gonna say any names but Michael Christmas was like he was just he's with it like you can't tell that he's like more important <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> he's just like yeah what's up I pull up to the studio he he had a big ass bottle of Maker's Mark <laughs> just hanging I did back. not expect that. Just a big ass bottle of Maker's Mark, so big to the point where he was like, "Yo, I need you to help me drink this shit." And I was like, "Yo, fuck!" And the funniest thing happened. He took he took like a crazy like I can't even call it a sip. Like he was drinking that shit, and I was dying laughing. You know, he's hilarious because he was drinking it, and he just chugged a bunch of it straight. And when as soon as he like put it down. He was like, fuck, man, loud. <laughs> like, instead of making a face or being like, ugh, that's nasty, he just was like, fuck. Bad. <laughs> and off rip, I was like, this is going to be fun. I'm like, let me sip a cup of this Maker's Mark. And, like, we were, it was a good vibe. We were laughing the whole time we were recording it. He's, like, laughing. You could hear it all through the song. Like, he's laughing. Yeah. As the ad-libs, is him laughing throughout the whole shit. So we were having a good time, and he kept calling me. He kept forgetting my name and calling me KD. <laughs> He's like, yo, you look like Kevin Durant. So he just started calling me KD and shit. We went I to. I don't see Kevin Durant. It's when I, back when I had a haircut. Okay. Now that I got the tall hair. You was about to say. Maybe yeah. the beard. I think the and the beard, too. Yeah, too. I got yeah. a lot of hair now. But when I cut my hair, all my life I've been compared to Kevin Durant. When Too funny. No when way. I have, all like, right. when I cut my hair down, I have no beard and shit. Everyone's like, yo, you look like Kevin Durant. Ever since I was, ever since he was on the Sonic, back when they were the Sonics. They would call me that shit. So when he said that, he's like, anyone ever say you look like Kevin Durant? I'm like, every fucking day. <laughs> so he That's just started awesome. calling me that. And then uh, he I was cool that. enough to like, he wasn't just like, oh, we're making a song and then I'm on my way to do shit. Like he was like, yo, you guys trying to chill after we made the song. Me, him and Scott went to Bodega in Boston. We're looking at clothes and shit, just hanging out. So I was, like, I was like, gassed. I was like, I'm chilling with Michael Christmas. I'm like, I just... Drank and made a song with him like that's pretty cool because I'm a huge fan of Michael Christmas. Not like other other guys could have did that, but they were just like, "Who the fuck are you? I don't give a fuck about you." Kick rocks, basically. So <laughs> I got to give him props for being down to earth and being like, you know, really that guy. Like he he his persona matches who he really is in real life, and that's rare out here nowadays. Well, it's awesome to see that authenticity. I think, and I think that's what really helps not only with being a a rapper that or not even a rapper, just an artist or anybody that's trying to do anything really like gives you the credibility that you need is that authenticity and that I think pushes you further than just kind of being standoffish and being fake. I think well, at does. least gives you more longevity. Yeah. Like if you, that gives you a more dedicated fan base. Right. I, yeah. I feel like if you're someone out there actually like waiting around after shows and meeting everybody and then like hanging out with people and actually being real, they're going to be more likely to listen to you through yeah. like, yeah. okay, maybe their last album was kind of bad. The next one's going to be pretty good though. Like that's how you get those type of fans. That's facts. If you meet somebody in person in real life, you got, you gotta be nice. Like, 
you gotta be nice to them if you want if you want to keep your fans. Cause like, say someone's if you meet someone, yo, let me get a picture, let me get an autograph. They're like, fuck you, get leave me the fuck alone. You know what I'm saying? And now you're gonna feel like a bitch if you go home and listen to that guy's music. You're gonna feel like your biggest pussy on earth. You'd be like, damn, I gotta delete yeah, all this, this like, shit this off just, my shit. Yeah, this dude just like told you know me saying? off a second ago. If you if you would have been nice and you keep playing it, now somebody's in your car and they're like, oh, what's this? And now they get more fans. Fans are word of mouth, bottom line. So. Yeah, regardless of whether yeah. it's social media or just literally word of mouth, you know, around, you know, just yeah. making actual interactions with with people and and in face interactions, face to face, which well, obviously dude, I mean, doesn't happen that much anymore. Even when we were at that uh, that like one of the last shows, like Mick Jenkins was out in the crowd right after his set, which like, was cool. No, that's cool. He didn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah and I'm pretty sure that uh, Earth Gang came back out afterwards and was like meeting everybody. So I don't know. It's cool to actually see people going back to that. Again, it's yeah. an authentic feeling there, and, and then you you remember those interactions. And I think too, like authenticity just helps with networking. Like you just you make longer lasting connections when you're that. Like I know for example, like I know you're you're pretty tight with Haven Prescott as well from Syndicate. Like and, and watching all these guys. Like, I mean, we're still, we talk to these guys, you know, almost all, almost all the time, almost weekly now. And it's just like, you know, and you keep those, and, you know, everybody we've had in the show, Beliefs and, you know, Hero, all these guys. I'm, hold on, I'm not forgetting anybody else, but uh, Charlie. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, that's right, too. Yeah. Like, you just make these connections through, you know, whatever, like, whatever kind of passion you have. And, right. you know, it just works. Like, even for me, like, you can take it even with teaching. Like, there's still certain people that from I don't teach at Everett anymore, but certain people from Everett that I still talk to all the time because you know you make that that connection or that authenticity. So I think it's just so yeah. so important for networking and growth, really. Yeah. So that's huge. That's that's cool to hear that that Mike's like that in in real life too. It, it's, it makes makes. Well, it I feel cool. like it makes for better music too. Like oh, when absolutely. you're going over there and it doesn't feel like it's just like a job or whatever for yeah. them. It's like, all right, whatever, let's get this over with. Like when you're actually, like you said, you're having fun, like you're sitting there laughing, it, it just yeah. makes it come out better. And the song is awesome. I I, I love yeah, it, dude. I, I think it's, I think it's uh, so fun. Appreciate that. Yeah, not really. I, I love that. It's, it's very bouncy vibe. I feel like almost like it's like a very summer song. Looking forward for when the nice weather comes back around. I feel like we have a lot of music that we're, we say that about. Though. Oh, absolutely! Just like, all right, I can't wait for it to be sunny out so we can just roll the windows down and bump that again. Absolutely. And then you just recently dropped a couple other singles too, right? You just dropped Gliding. Yep, I dropped Gliding and I dropped um, Growing Pains. So those are out right now. I also got another song coming out pretty soon called Me Time. It's my favorite one yet so far. It's funny how I, how I recorded it. Actually, I, I was being annoyed by the people who I was chilling with in my house and sometimes I just want to be alone and it was perfect Amen to because that. it's like I got so happy because like everybody just left out of nowhere it's like I made <laughs> it was like I was like in Dragon Tales or some shit like I was like I, I wish I wish everybody would just dip and then everybody dipped and it was like whoa what the fuck bro I was like and I was like so happy and like it's one of those vibes where like you know when you're by yourself you could do any like crazy ass dance move you want but you don't have to feel embarrassing yeah, shit. Yeah, you know it was no like one's gonna see it. it was like that, and like the way sometimes, like when the sunlight hits your face, like not to be super corny and shit, but sometimes when like you feel the warmth of the sun on your face and shit, like you could actually sit there and be bougie for a second and pretend like you're Buddha for a second, and, like meditate and shit. Like if there's a room full <laughs> of people, they're gonna yourself. be like, yeah. If there's a room full of people, they're like, bro, look at this guy. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I start going like, oh man, yeah. some shit making fun. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what I was doing. And when they left, I was like, yo. The sunlight's coming through the window, and this is me time right now. Like I just, I just made a beat that matched the vibe of how I was feeling, 
and like I recorded the song so fast it was damn near freestyle basically and I was like yo this is me time and I just like the song's all about just being by yourself how the vibe can never really be matched like even if you're with the best of your friends like sometimes when you're by yourself you get that different kind of happiness mm -hmm. that's like it's like a back so massage true. yeah it's oh like a God. back massage by so life true. like so I tried to make a song that was like a back massage by speakers you know what I'm saying <laughs> Well, like, yeah. Oh, dude, that's so true because like that's the clip right there. Honestly, that, 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 that's, that's, that's the one. That's, that's the clip for for Insta right there. Oh, it's absolutely. Not... <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's one of those things too because I feel like I like life's about balance, right? You can't be constantly stimulated true. by everything around you. You know what I mean? Like for you me, need to man, take a second just like to breathe. Oh, absolutely. Long, you know? Well, for sure. Like I don't know you, Cody. Like in our profession with teaching, like I think there was a there's a crazy uh, statistic out there. Supposedly, it's like teachers answer or ask over like 150 questions a day or something like that and that it, like it's very mentally you know really just taxing on you because you're constantly in stimulus of like thinking about whatever right like so when you get home like you ever have that like 4 p.m ish crash like, yeah where dude, you're just, just like, like, like all of a sudden you're just like all right brain's shutting off and it I'm just, just shuts like, off I'm just yeah. yo it's, it's exactly at 4 p.m too for like everybody oh for everybody <laughs> so for sure well because like <laughs> no when question. you first get home you're almost kind of still like in that work mode and then slowly yeah. fades off and then all of a sudden you're just like oh shit like mm -hmm. now you're just tired yeah oh my god exactly it's it's so funny that way but yeah no just the like being alone like Sometimes I, I have my best ideas or my best thoughts about myself when I'm actually like chilling by myself. And, that, and it doesn't happen that often, but it needs to, I think, more. Like, Especially more idea wise. Like, if you're, like you said, if you're being stimulated, you're not getting no ideas, your brain's occupied. And you listen to to your favorite album exactly. If you're someone like me who who gets really into the lyrics, even if you already heard them a hundred times, you're watching the movie of what they're saying in your brain. It's like. You ain't gonna come up with none of your own ideas while you're doing that. It's fun, but if you're yeah. in dead silence, sometimes if you're in dead silence, like some people say, they come with their best ideas in the shower because you're just standing there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's actually a fair point. Yeah, I've never you know, even thought about. Or when you're well, taking it's a dump, like the white noise like <laughs> that you're listening to from the water, like it's kind of blocking off that sense. So it's almost like you're super focused in on what you're thinking. Yeah, interesting. Because yeah. you, if you're driving home from work or something like. You're just sitting there. That's your brain. You got to fill it up because it's empty. You know what I mean? And you fill up with your own shit, you know, instead of somebody else, what they're saying or doing or whatever video you're watching on your phone or whatever. Yeah, no, and I think you get that proper balance both ways because I think that, like, when you're with around other people, like, I don't know, just, like, working with well, you, yeah, Cody, like, and, like, and Fresh. Like, socializing is, like, natural and healthy. Like, you got to kind of get out there and still be around other people. Exactly. Right? Exactly. That's why I mean balance, because you actually are able to talk to certain people and get ideas off of them, and then, but out the other breath, too, that you need to be with yourself as well to have that own personal growth. So, it's all, it all kind of intertwines in itself, but, and, and it's important, but I really do think that, like, you know, like I, I keep going to the word balance, but it really is a balance of, of that. And I think if too much of either one is, is usually not a good thing. Yeah. So too much solitude, you go crazy. Exactly. Too much stimulation and you get like depressed or whatever. I actually have a song about that on uh the mixtape that I'm about to drop. It's actually the first song on the mixtape. And okay. it's all about how like if there's not enough stimulating stuff going on, sometimes I'm not the guy that you want around. Cause like, <laughs> there's literally a line in the song where it's like, I'm not the guy you want around if I don't have like my snap filters to, to retract to if, if shit gets awkward or something. You know what I'm saying? Cause <laughs> like, shit gets bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's called Get Rich Quick. 
Get Rich Quick. Yeah. Okay. What's, it, so what's what's the uh, what's the mixtape called, and when when can we expect it? It's called Chill the Fuck Out. I don't have an official date yet, but it's dropping in in March, sometime in March, hopefully early March. I just got like two or three more songs to make. I want to put it. I want it to be a twenty song mixtape. Oh wow, nice! It's my first time actually. I actually dropped mixtapes all my life, so it's my first time making one that's um that's a hundred percent themed or like has a has a concept. Most of the time, I'll just make a concept or a theme like for one song, mm-hmm. and I themed this entire mixtape. It's kind of general, but I, it's it's called Chill the Fuck Out because every single song on the whole mixtape is a, is a chill song. There's no like hype shit or like you know no beat somebody up shit. It's all just like kind of like the vibe I was just talking about when you're home alone and you just feel good for Sit no back reason. And relax. You're smiling. I like that kind know, of music. Yeah, you don't even know what the that's, fuck that's, you're smiling that's up about. My alley. Yeah, so. I could tell by your uh, records on the wall here. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah I know. So I got a, I got a lot of. I, I know we talked about this last episode, but we obviously we're doing video soon. But yeah, at some we point have we have to because we don't have the space that you guys need to all. You know, it just, just makes sense. But yeah, no, like a lot of the more. I mean, diff, some of the guys up here aren't as chill. Like I mean, obviously like Denzel Curry, but is is more abrasive but when you really look at some of the artists that I really like it's all like I like all the introspective well, yeah, like, shit yeah, like Flower Boy up there and then we have like Anderson Pack and Malibu over on the corner yeah, that's definitely chill Brock Hampton's usually very like in tune with their emotions and whatnot and then yeah. obviously Kendrick Cole and Freddie Gibbs is a freaking mastermind when it comes to you know introspection in, as well so yeah no I'm and definitely... you got Frank Sinatra right yeah. Bro, I throwbacks. Yeah, yeah. The throwbacks all along here. There's like Fleetwood Mac over there. What Marvin John Gay, Marvin Gay, yes, and sir. Bob Marley, of course. I mean, I don't know how you don't have Bob Marley if you like music. He's one of the most influential people in when I music was, uh, almost ever. When I was down in Austin this uh, this past week, I went to a like a record store. While I was out there, and honestly, I don't know why I did it to myself because like all my stuff was already so fully packed. That if I got a record, that thing was just getting like mauled and bent if I tried to even pack it away so like I I said that too I was like I don't know why we're walking in here right now like uh, this is just gonna make me sad if I find anything but dude honestly it, it was really cool going through like all the old old ass records that they had just stockpiled away oh yeah no that dude honestly like I, I like all the old shit too like it just depends on my mood you know what I mean yeah. I think I think it's really cool that you're coming out with like a, a themed album like a, an album or a mixtape I should say that has like a specific mood to it because I like albums that you can just throw on if you're feeling some type of way you can just throw it on and just let it ride out right you know what I mean that's the key there so I mean yeah if I'm in the mood for like Sinatra or Elton John or Fleetwoods I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan obviously like I went to their concert last year and did a show and tell on them and whatnot but like Bob Marley like I said Coldplay even like just I like everything you know what I mean I try to keep my palette as expansive as possible if that I makes fuck sense. with the fact that you said palette because music, yo, is definitely mangoes and fucking cucumbers and shit. Like, <laughs> definitely, like the shit we're talking exactly. about. The shit we're talking about, like Fleetwood Mac, fucking J Cole, Frank Sinatra, Marvin Gaye. People in so touch with different. their emotions. They're saying shit you could feel. You, you chill to it. Like it's an actual. It's so real and raw. Like fucking Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse bro. Yeah. She's one. Of, I'm telling you, this is why she's on the wall. She like the walls are like the like. You know, obviously, I'm some of my favorites, but Amy Winehouse is up there because for that exact reason. Yeah. Like, obviously, beyond talented, right? Yeah. But different vibe than anybody we just talked about. But the ability for her 
to talk about what she was going through. Uh, nobody wants to talk about the fact that they're in fucking rehab. They keep that shit a secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's like, literally, and she's up there being, being like, "No, I'm not going back." Like she's right. getting so, yeah, she's getting or like so she's admitting that yeah. she has, she's admitting her deepest, darkest secret. Though, like, the more vulnerable you make yourself, I think, in music. Like, first of all, other people with the same problem feel... They'll just connect to it. Yeah, like, you might save a life. Like, somebody mm-hmm. might be like, oh, my God, I'm a fucking junkie. Like, I should just end it. Like, I'm a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? And then they bump that, and they're like, wait... So well, you have she- someone to relate to. Yeah. Well, maybe she- she's not a piece of shit, so... You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was a really shitty example and way to say it, but you know what I'm saying? But, no, no, you're... I, I, I understand yeah, the, it's an- like the if, analogy. If I'm yes. like, oh, yes. if I'm insecure <laughs> about my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo... I can't vent about none of my boys to that because that makes you a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you find some music. Rappers don't rap about that. They rap about fucking other people's bitches. And I'm like, I'm the guy they're all making fun of. You know what I'm saying? But then Childish Gambino comes out. With, I hope she's not cheating on me. You know what I'm saying? And then, mm-hmm. wow, you could bump that. And like, you could. You don't feel like such a like, such a loser for a second. You'd be like, yo, normal people go through this shit. Even cool ass people go through this mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, well, you're a fucking liar if you've never if you say you never felt like exactly. That so why again? It goes back to the authenticity thing. It's just it's right. just what it yeah. It's just what it is. And like, that's you feel why what you feel. That's like, why I like the fact you said palette because yeah, that type of music right there is is like I said. That's watermelons and like limes and shit. That's that's mangoes and cucumbers. Cause fucking that's what I'm trying to put out. Some Doctor Sebi shit, cause music is so close to food, it's not even funny. Like I'm not so gonna many different types. Of I'm tastes. not gonna put nobody down or say any names, but certain music is fucking like Twinkies and junk food and shit. Like it's so good, it tastes better, but it's bad for you. Like mm-hmm. the bitter, it's the bitter, produced. yeah, the healthy shit's I, I, bitter. That's that was a better analogy. I love that analogy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's, yeah. yeah. you're getting your analogy game is improving. I would probably you know so from from an English teacher to you, great job. I'm I'm, Thank I'm you. very proud. You're improving. Yeah, man, it's like, <laughs> right before our very certain songs I'm like yo I know this shit's lowering my IQ it's a bad influence on me I shouldn't be listening to this shit but the beat is so good and the dance but moves it's got I all that sugar in it, it so you get it got that sugar yeah it tastes better people are like oh yeah this music's better than that music it's not it's like art is opinion so you can't really argue but I'm like in reality yo you should be listening to your fucking you know what I'm saying but you can't tell nobody what to do but it's like at the same time sometimes it's good to go on a nice musical diet and if you're trying to do that, then they should listen to me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make that healthy shit. I used to, I used to try to conform to society and make like what everybody was doing. And I think that's what I just, just I'm on the verge of breaking out of because like even gliding, which is fairly new, like my last mixtape that I dropped is like I was trying to give the people what they want to hear. And they want Twinkies and Ho-Hos and shit. Mm-hmm. They want little Debbie snacks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the other thing too is like. That music doesn't last very long. It's better. No, but it just recycles. It, it yeah, again, all of a sudden it's overplayed after like 15 times. If you listen to Kendrick, I've been listening to ADHD since I was like fucking uh, like a little teenager. And I uh, still I a, still bump oh, dude, that I shit. mean, underrated. We got Beyond Indian underrated. Bad City right up above Mike's head yeah, too. Like, but I don't know. Section I'm glad you got Forest Hills Drive up. Oh, uh, dude, that's my that's probably my favorite album of the last decade. That thing, yo, that album means a lot to that's me. That's my favorite album, yeah. hands down. Yo. I went, I listened to that beginning to end. Top of all. Right when it came out. Back when I used to have a little Android phone, and it's back when I used to download shit off of YouTube, and someone put, like, Four Hills Drive full mix, full, stream, full yeah. album on, on uh, YouTube, and I, like, downloaded it to my phone, and I took a walk. I'll never forget this day. Shit, shit literally changed my life. I took a walk. And uh, you know how in movies they they pan the camera from right to left or left to right. Yeah. And they and put it's it. Like yeah, a, it's like yeah. a song playing yeah. while you're yeah. moving along. Yeah. This music playing, they put it in slow motion. 
instantly I felt like I was it's in a movie, movie. soundtrack. And right and away. the way he was describing his life, like O three adolescence and shit, like the shit he was saying, like I could relate to it so much. And I was literally walking around in my hometown, so I'm literally like watching my own like autobiography. It felt like like wow. the shit he was saying, like, and I'm watching the trees go by and the houses and shit, and like little memories of like parks I grew up playing at and shit. While he's rapping this shit, it was like it was like Lauren Hill strumming my pain with his finger, like singing my life with his words. Like that's exactly what he was doing. I was like, what the fuck? In the whole mixtape, so it was like whatever it was, like an hour or whatever. I had goosebumps. I'm walking around town, and by the time I got back home and was at the end of it, my mind was like just exploded well like, dude that like, ending too is so powerful I mean, yeah. it ends on love yours into that like exactly and, and even the part at the end when he's like doing the credits like i still end up listening to that part yeah, too I, was, I, don't, I don't know why i just like listen to it all the way through i was mind blown i was like I, holy shit i actually have uh it's uh there's beauty in the struggle from uh love yours tat tatted on me dude because yeah. I, I that song meant so much to me at, at a time when at that time it came out and it was really, I know it's, again, this is cliche to talk about, but like, it was really pivotal for me because I was, you know, I was going through some things and, and it just helped me really kind of get over that hump. And I know, like I said, that's it's crazy that a music, song, man. yeah. That's the best thing about music. Like we were going yeah. about the authenticity again, like yeah. hearing someone like J. Cole be authentic like that and those types of songs that lets you actually connect to it. And that's why I think like all three of us love that album like to oh, that degree, man. you know? Well, that's why, again, that's why I made The Wall because it's such a good album. I mean, it, yeah. it really is. Yeah, no, I mean, that is that is the type of artistry and, and the music that you do want to hear at the end of the day, I think. Like, obviously, there's a time and a place for the party stuff and for the junk food, right? right. Like, if you're yeah. on your way to a house party, then by all means, you know what I'm saying, like, bump some 2 chains or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But Exactly, man. If you're chilling at home by yourself and you're in deep thought, you don't want to listen to 2 chains at that moment in time. You want to listen to Cole and Kendrick and stuff. So there's nothing wrong with listening to either one. Like you said, you gotta have balance. You can't listen to just one or the other, mm-hmm. but you gotta have you gotta have both, man. You gotta have both. Again, back to the balance, man. That's that's the theme of the day is balance. I think it's <laughs> a <laughs> so balancing act. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The other thing I wanted. To, oh, so get uh, get rich quick. Yes. Uh, so is that your? So is that one of your favorite tra- tracks from yeah. from? It's uh, first for a reason. It's it's a. Uh, Honestly, I can't even take credit for most of the shit I do. Well, I'm not going to say most, because I can't take credit for most of it. But, like, some of the shit I do, it's it's the seeds that my friends plant in my in my brain. You know what I'm saying? Like, they'll say one thing while we're chilling, and then I'll just, like, they'll walk out, and I'll let it marinate and just, like, meditate on what they said. I'm like, yo, and it will inspire some shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, that song would have never came to be if my friend Juice never came to my house and was, like, he, he put on that beat for me. It was like, I can hear you on this beat. And it literally was the weirdest thing. It was just, like you said, people meeting and things happening for a reason. He was like, now, right, right now. And he fucking walked out of my house. He came over, played the beat, and was like, now, right. I was in the mood to write. He was just like, now, right, and fucking left. And, like, who does that? You know what I'm saying? Wow. I was like, what the fuck? And that's what ended up coming out of it. And I, I also got to give some credit to my friend, uh, Dilettante. He's a producer. He makes, like, the world's craziest sample beats. He's definitely like one of my favorite producers. I, I got the opportunity to get to work with him. And uh, he was, we're actually going to be coming out with an EP called Celetante. So it's like Dilettante <laughs> mixed with Marcel. It's like him and me. Like oh, that. that's sweet. I yeah, like that a so lot. It's, it's going to be Celetante. And it's like another themed uh, body of work as well. Like, I like that I'm getting on the theme body of works too because like 
he heard in some of this mixtape that I made, Chill the Fuck Out, he was, I was having him listen to some of it before before I put it out. And he's like, I like the fact that you went old school on some of these and was using like sample beats and, um, you know, like that, that 90s feel. He's like, that shit will never go away. And I'm like, yo, that's so true. And he's like, I was complimenting him on his beats. I'm like, most of your beats are, are, are exactly like, you do such a good job. Like you do so well at capturing that exact essence of like, I can almost pinpoint it to the fucking year. Like you play some shit and I'm like, yo, that's 91 right mm-hmm. there. Like the exact vibe, like that shit rem- makes me remember being five years old without my two front teeth and shit. Like, <laughs> and then- It's incredible what, what, how it can nostalgically bring it back sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I like, I'll get, I'll get vulnerable right here since, since we mentioned that. Like he, he said, while we were chilling one day where he's playing beats for me and shit and emotionalized beats and he was like, uh, part of the reason why my mixtape came out the way it did is he was like, you gotta make something raw. You gotta make something that's real. Like something that's real feeling. It's about the feeling more than anything. He's like, you, he's like, you should get off all that trap shit. That's not you. Like, don't get me wrong. If you go listen to Gladden right now, I can do some trap shit. You know what oh, I'm saying? Of course. Oh, of like, course. I could make and a I, trap I, song. And I like that song. But I get what he was saying. He wasn't saying that it's not good. He's saying that, like, I, my personality type, if I'm being myself and making music and I'm really expressing myself rather than just giving the people what they want to hear, it comes out like that. It comes out like some some shit that'll make you think of something you never thought of or some shit that'll make you remember a feeling that a unique feeling that you didn't think anyone else could have because it was so unique but then you you try to but capture the, the brings feeling it back out. yeah so he he does a he does a crazy job at making old school beats so he was just like since you're making that 90 shit we should make like a five song EP so we're in the middle of working on that right now we're one so- we're one song down yeah so I'm working on literally multiple projects at once so I'm just like, yo, fuck it, let's go. So we so we got some music coming from you very soon that yeah. it sounds like. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was going to say too. Uh he played one beat for me while he was just playing beats and uh this one beat he sampled uh Summer Breeze. You know that song Summer Breeze by uh how's it? it makes me feel fine. This, Summer it's breeze. a classic hit. That's oh, you, by, you know. I think is it, it Holland Notes? It might be. I think it's Holland Notes that it's by. No, I would feel stupid. Seals, if, Seals and Croft? I would feel stupid if I get it wrong if it's not Holland. Is it, it's 1972, right? It says it right there. Yeah, well, so I mean, I typed in Summer Breeze, but then a couple of them came up. I'm not sure which one. You'd know it. But anyway. I, I would yeah. know it. Either way, yeah. He sampled that. He sampled that song and made a beat out of it. And what happened, because I, I had my mic set up recording, and I was just freestyling just to get like the, the template of what I wanted to do. Yeah, and kind each, of figure out like what worked. Yeah, on each of these beats. I ended or is up, it the Isley Brothers? Uh, no, definitely not. Definitely not, right? No. If you put, if Summer Breeze makes me feel fine, it will it will come up. But, uh... Let's listen to an ad first. <laughs> YouTube re- with the ads. I'm really yep. curious, dude. I need to see this. That's it. Who's that by? Seals and Croft. This is the one you Seals got. and Croft. So I say I said Hollow Notes. That's terrible. Probably way off. But Seals and Croft, Summer Breeze. Oh! Yeah. Oh! He made the craziest beat out of that. Like, the way this kid flips samples, like, monstrous. I've heard this. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Who's Who has sampled this before? Um, I don't know. I, People I sampled like that? I've heard this before, too. I don't, I don't um, know. 
That's what I told him. I was like, the fact that you thought to sample that, like, I don't think anyone ever thought to sample that. That's crazy. If they did, then big ups to them, but no one could oh, flip something the way that Dilettante flips it, like the way he makes beats. Okay, so I've, I've heard that before. He's gifted, man. Like, I've been making beats way longer than him, and he surpassed me by miles, it, like, after he was, like, months in. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely fucking Some man. people just got it like that. He got it. He <laughs> just got that ear. But he played it, and... I literally was freestyling, and I don't even know what came over me. Like, I started just, like, venting about my life in the form of a freestyle and freaked out crying. Like, I'm, like, I'm, no like, way. I'm like screaming, crying, and freestyling at the same time. Like, it sounds like a mess, like, but I just kept going, and I was like, fuck it. I didn't even know I had that, like, inside of me needing to come out. Like, I, if you would have asked me five minutes before, I was laughing and smiling. I was like, you were like, yeah, are you fine. happy? I would have been like, yeah, I'm happy in my life. There's no problems at all. You know what I'm saying? But when he played that beat, it literally brought something out of me that I didn't even know was there. And all yeah, this, and like, just letting it out. That's all a, this grief and shit. And I was like, yo, I started talking about, like, my brother just passed away. Like, my life's changing too fast. I don't know. I'm worried about what's happening. You know what I'm saying? And, like, live performance-wise, to the people who were in the room when that happened, it was gold. They were like, yo, you need to put that up right now. That's amazing. And is that going on the mixtape? Absolutely the fuck not. Hell no. Oh, I was going to say. I was going <laughs> to no. say. Like I said, like, live, live performance-wise, like, it was crazy. Like, if it would have happened on TV, on, like, the Grammys or some shit, it would have been, like, see it would have been legendary. That. Yeah, like, if you could see my face, if you would see the way it happened. It, wasn't, it was by accident. We weren't even trying to make a song. Mm-hmm. We were just playing beats and talking. And then I just ran like I wasn't even supposed to freestyle. Going. I was just supposed oh, to listen okay. to the I was beat. Say, I was like, "Oh my god!" If that's yeah, <laughs> but but yeah. then like when I listened back to it, like it sounds good as a live performance. But then just as a track without any visual and without the moment surrounding it, without it, the yeah. without yeah. The, context, context. Yeah. the context, yeah, without the context, it was like very shitty because like. Like I said, I was crying like a bitch. Like you could, you know. So it's not gonna be like super clear. My voice audio, was shaking, yeah, like, and like yeah, some parts were like clipping and shit. And it's just like, but I but I, I looked at him and I was like, yo, how the fuck? He was like, yo, that was amazing. He was like, yeah, no reason to be embarrassed, bro. He was like, that was like one of the. He's like, that gave me goosebumps. He's like, that's one of the craziest things I ever experienced. That's dope. So that had to be a big moment for you, I think, right? Like, yeah, that's when I decided. Kinda, I was like, yeah. yo, I'm working with this dude because if his beats can bring out real emotion like that, like it goes back to what we keep saying, like the real raw emotion in music is what it's really all about. And if his beats can do that to me, then. I can just imagine what this EP is going to sound like. Well, yeah, art, yeah artists have had ver- uh, verses like that. I mean, k- back to Kendrick Lamar, you on. Oh yeah, uh, I mean the whole time on he's Tim doing, Butterfly, he's doing that, like crying voice, the unbelievable. Whole, like, yeah, thing, no, it yeah. was like the, I thought of that immediately after, but it was like it, that. It, it, it I kind of freaked out a little bit more than he did, than oh, he did on those songs. Like <laughs> I was bugging, like I was crying, like it was a tantrum. Oh, I, oh, I believe it. But like, J Cole sacrifices in another one, and then Don McClellan uh, from uh, Brockhampton on Dearly Departed, like. Those were all very emotional, like like that. So I mean, I'm not not to yeah. compare it by any means, but so I'm just saying, like that's you know, that's really cool that you're able to kind of tap into that mm. part of you as an artist. Like, yeah, that's really dope, really dope. Bro. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Uh, so first off, I wanted to ask if we could play a clip of uh, "Get Rich Quick." Is that is that going to be possible? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, all right, we we'll can play some of that. Right all right, now. let's go. So here's a sneak peek to the mixtape that's uh, that's coming out very soon. Here's a sample of "Get Rich Quick." Everything is a get rich quick scheme, Bluetooth, big screen, no friends, big team, dirty sprite, whip clean, little mom, big dream, gotta get the next thing, it's out of reach, when everything is a get rich. 
everything is up. I got the new iPhone, nobody hits me up. Brand new car, no one saying pick me up. I'm smoking on the best weed just to lift me up. I can't live down shit I did to get this life, so live it up. Right? I feel wrong and shit. I gotta talk to Alexa like she my mom and shit. Nobody else is dead, but I got all this shit. Maybe this empty reflection is what my problem is. Man, I can't go without the fanciest designer clothes and shiny chains. Home for the meantime, screen time stimulate my brain. Once I put that down, need somebody else around. They floaties, I might drown in the tears of a clown. If it ain't no face filters or mood altering sounds, I'm probably not the guy you want around. So let me leave here, make my trips around town. Hoping I can find the people or events to flip the frown. The one that I pretend isn't there while I attentively stare at funny shit on the phone as I'm pretending to care about the best life that child living is fake. Ring, ring, hello, oh yeah, I'm great. Everything is a get rich quick scheme, Bluetooth, big screen, no friends, big team, dirty sprite, whip clean, little mom, big dream, gotta get the next thing. It's out of reach when everything is a get rich quick scheme, Bluetooth, big screen, no friends, big team, dirty sprite, whip clean, little mom, big dream, gotta get the next thing. It's out of reach. A little disclaimer too, I've been pronouncing his name wrong this entire time. So the EP is not Celatante, it's um it's Celaton. I just get fucked up because it's an E at the This end. is probably yeah, the sound. It of throws me off, yeah. And his name Dilettante. Dilettante is his is his producer name. So I'm like We we are no strangers to Yeah, don't up. worry. Yeah, see yeah, see no, that record right there. I jacked that up. Yeah, we we've messed their name up so many times. So it, wait, if, actually wait, 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 if you were to try and pronounce that, what how what would you say? Owl Paris? See, that's exactly, oh that's what we said. We, we thought God. it was Owl, and then they, like, messaged us on Insta at one point, like, oh, you're actually, like, pronouncing it wrong or something like oh, that. Uh, no, when we saw them with the show, they said that we were pronouncing it wrong, yeah. but then we still didn't ask them how to pronounce it, so I think we started saying Owl or something. We, we, no, that is how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, so what, what did we say after? Oh, 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 oh well. Which yeah, sounds we, terrible. We, Why we, we just we've, we've <laughs> mangled it so many times. Yeah. Well, well, first off, they're amazing. Yeah, that's, that's just, and that's, that's why we feel bad. so bad about it too. Yeah. Like, they were like fans of our stuff. We're fans of their stuff, and then here we are, just like <laughs> saying yeah. their name wrong. Yeah. Over oh, it, and over it was again. it was really freaking funny. Yeah, honestly, that, that even happens good. on a professional level sometimes too. I think Pharrell got called Pharrell at some award show. They were like the winner of the award, Pharrell, and I was like, "Well, who the fuck is Pharrell? Like, is Will Pharrell gonna walk up here?" Like, it was Pharrell. That's no good. Oh man! Even oh. me, sometimes I get called Marcel uh, Stefan, or like Marcel Steven. It's like Stefan. Oh. It's clearly an O N at the end of it, but. I will well, you you me. asked me right earlier, like how does he how does he pronounce well, yeah, his name? Yeah, and I, I was like, I'll sure. ask him, I'll confirm it. But I yeah. was like, pretty freaking well, sure. Dude, ever since Stephon. ever since that, like that now I'm like, now we're so questioning over, yeah, exactly. Like I never know, I never know. And and I have and I have little to no excuse since I'm a English. No, I guess not. But I'm an English teacher, so I should be able to pronounce. Teachers, man, always jack the attendance up. Oh, it's from tough. my experience when I was a kid, it's like n- growing up with these, like we all grew up together we're in the same grade, the same town. So when the teacher the next year that we don't know is like trying to say the names, we're all looking at each other laughing. Like, like you know who it's about <laughs> yeah. to be. Like You know yeah. whose names is getting jacked up. Well, like, that's the funny part, too, because like I'll be reading attendance down the first day and then I'll like get to a name and hesitate a little bit. And someone will usually just be like, it's me. It's like, like they know. Like, they, <laughs> it's me. Yeah. They know that they're the one I'm about to struggle. Some with. people get offended and some people don't even give a fuck. Like, <laughs> I'm a, like I got called Marcus my whole life by teachers and like people I work with. I don't know where they get Marcus. Well, there's definitely a Mar, but I'd be like Marcel, and then two days later, I'd be like, hey Marcus, and it happens so often. Even close. It happens so often to the point where I don't even bother correcting them. I'm just like, yeah, they, yeah, but that's your name. You should close you should enough. Correct them. It doesn't matter. I'm just like, what? Well, the thing is, I know 
it's a waste of my breath because I'll be like, it's Marcel. They'll be like, oh yeah, oh, I'm Marcel. And then, yeah, 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 and then next Thursday, they'll be like, hey, Marcus. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. fuck it. Let them call me Marcus. At least they know, like, as long as I know who they're trying to talk to. Yeah. So I'm not going to lie. I do that on Facebook. I do that, like, people who I don't know in, in real life, but I have as Facebook friends. And then, like, one of my friends will know them in real life. And they'll be like, yeah, this person. I'll be like, oh, yeah. And I'll say their name, and they'll be like, wow, you jacked that up so bad. <laughs> then when I see it, then I'll read it slowly, and I'll be like, yo, it's because people just read shit so fast. They don't even actually read it. No. They, like, get two or three letters in their in their site, and they try to just take a guess for the rest. Like, so I, my brain will fill the rest of this one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Oh, so funny. But uh, anyway. So, let, uh, Marcel, so tell me a little bit about um, – so you, you mentioned, obviously th- – Sharon, that your you know your brother passed, and I noticed that you you had a song uh, about that, correct? The, the yeah. balloon song, yeah. which is uh, definitely an emotional track. And one, but you know what's funny though? It's one of your I noticed it's one of your highest played tracks. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you knew that. But so I guess my my point too is like not telling you what to do, but like, nah, don't conform, bro. Like, yeah, like, the, like, don't like that's going right up the alley. I learned that lesson saying, like, mad late. Like, I'm, I'm don't just, conform. I'm just learning that now. I wish I'd known all these years, but yeah, that's so true. Like, when I dropped that song, I only dropped it on SoundCloud because it's it's a it's on a Joe Budden beat, so I couldn't like put it on Spotify because yeah, yeah. it's not my shit. But I dropped it on SoundCloud, and um, I I wasn't expecting it. It's just something I had to get off my chest because my brother passed away, and I was like, yo, I, I, the way I express myself is through songs. So I was like, I had to make a song for my brother because. I was all fucked up, obviously. But oh, of course, it was like you're wearing, um, you're wearing coping, honestly. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't expect it. I just kind of did it for myself. But I just, in case someone else like went through the same thing or could enjoy it, I dropped it on SoundCloud. And oh, for sure. I didn't expect it to be like I literally it goes back to the crying shit. Like maybe this is some of my shit. But I cried on that song at, at the end of it. Um, I didn't expect it to be. I didn't expect it to do good numbers wise. I was just like, I don't care about like the that was a like, song for you. Yeah, like I just got to put it up or whatever. Like send it up like a balloon. But um, I like that. Yeah, when I saw the numbers, it just like you said, it confirms like it confirms that people like, are looking for something it's so real. real. Like even if someone's brother didn't pass away at a young age and they could they never felt that. It's just like how real it is. They might play it back and be like, because they could, you could still feel it. Yeah, and even if they had like any kind of like trauma or anything, like, yeah. you can still end up relating to like the ideas and stuff that you're putting yeah. through. Yeah, it's and, like any, it's, any kind of loss. Any anybody dealing with anything. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. It's just like uh, it's like what uh, Drake's dad said. Only real music's gonna last. All that other bullshit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like it's here today and gone tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> why it took me so long to realize that, but yeah, now I'm just making real music from here on out. Like, don't get me wrong. Every now and again, I'll make a bop just for fun because you gotta make a you gotta yeah, like you because the whole you can't always time just be like super serious. Like, yeah. there's, there's always a time and place exactly to like you gotta have like a go bop in your back fun. pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you're doing a show, you can't go up there, do it, go on stage and fucking cry, you know what I'm saying? Unless it's, like, a super artsy Like, like you can have a moment at some points, but it can't just be, like, yeah. again Like, if again. I would have did balloons and cried at the Glenley Vet, it would have been awkward as fuck. People would have been like, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Is right, go right. home and take care of yourself. Like, what, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's why you got to have a bop in your back pocket, because mm-hmm. if we're turning up, then I can do oh, that, too. Oh, dude, of course. Of course. <laughs> that goes without saying, man. Yeah. No, no, it, but, but my whole point of bringing that up too it's just was like you know don't be afraid to put these kind of these things out because like you said people can connect to them whether they want to admit it or not yeah. they can connect to them a lot more than they realize or that you you might realize so um but so so has he been sort of a maybe this is a silly question but has he been sort of like a 
like an inspiration for you to kind of keep going forward with this music thing or is it is is it really kind of kind of pushing you and spiritually absolutely yeah i feel like he's always like putting pressure on me like he used to i feel like he still is like yo you better go at it like it's like one of those things where family wise there's not much going on in my immediate family that shows promise well you you mentioned in the song that like his house was like a, almost like an oasis to you like it was yeah. like a place you could go to just like yeah just just be yourself relax and chill just take chill, chill and do your thing yeah exactly yeah. and he was like the he was like the uh he was like the glue of the family like the he was the guy like if someone was going through it like he had everyone's back so when he passed away i was always like runner up when it came to that so when he passed mm-hmm. away i was like it's time for me to like fill big shoes now yeah you know what i'm saying it's like yo I gotta at least attempt to try to do what he did, and like, if you needed to borrow a thousand dollars, like he would come out of pocket and let somebody borrow a thousand dollars so they didn't lose their car, so you know whatever the case was. So like, he was that dude. He was like the alpha male of the family. Like when when he passed away, it was like the only thing that the best way I know how to provide is to make music. My quickest way to make money is to make music. Like, which is weird because and it's what you're most passionate about, I would assume. Yeah, definitely. So I was like, the way I could fill those big shoes, the only way I know how, like, I got to keep being myself. Like, I can't try to be my brother. Like, I can't be Junior. I've never been Junior. He can do shit that I can't. I, I can do shit that he can't. Like, but my best way to give us hope, I guess, is to make music. So there's definitely, with that coming into my thought process, now there's definitely more of a driving force behind my reason. That's why I, that's why I have so much going on right now. Because before, I kind of slept on myself and wasn't consistent and now I'm like at it I'm like at it's neck like I'm going at it now well so I feel like a lot of artists shit. always say stuff about like oh yeah sometimes they just end up finding like that purpose and then that's what like makes them like have like it, it starts off as something that's fun and then all of a sudden yeah. they just find that like thing that Absolutely. ends up pushing them forward and making them want to just yeah. like really dive into it all the way like we were gassed back in the day my brother was gassed and we used to brag that like at a Gardner High School football game I, I, I had I always sold mixtapes like physical copy CDs Back when they were a thing, I hustled them heavy. Like, I would make one every couple of weeks. Well, when we were growing up, CDs were still a thing. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're our age. Like, I assume you, you yeah. remember the CD era. Oh, like, yeah. Press, oh, press yeah. you had CDs, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I still know like, where my CD book is back in my house. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Right. Like, we like, all had CDs, you know? And, not, like, nowadays, they don't even... They make a 2020 car. There's not even a CD player in that bitch. Nothing. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> nope, it's crazy. some computers don't have them anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? But back in, the, back in like, 09... And, like, back when I got kicked out of Gardner High and went to Gardner Alternative School, like, I had a name. I had a, a pretty good, like, fan base in Gardner because I would always go around town selling these mixtapes. And it, it was, like, people felt cool because they would have music that no one else had. Yeah. And they'd be like, yo, how can I get this song? It's like, you can't. It's on my CD. You can't have <laughs> yeah, my like, CD. You, you can, it's you can a get it in the backseat of my car. It's so different. It's like a, it's like a, uh, it's almost like an antique possession. Like it's different than, than the digital music now that everyone shares and shit. It's like, also you have an experience in a story that comes with it. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I met so-and-so. Uh, I seen him at a gas station. He shook my hand and I gave him money and he gave me one of these CDs, you know, and then he talked about this and then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's someone like, else someone else will be able to be like, oh, no, and yeah. I saw him at like the football game and he sold me one. I saw him right. down here. And yeah. you could get it signed. It's like a collector's item. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a physical item. It's different than, than just like the audio digital music that we put out now. It and makes I, it more personal. I used to love it. It does. It gives, like, it gives a memory to it. 
Yeah, it was one of my favorite ways to meet people and shit. And at that football game, my brother would brag that like my brother was selling five dollar mixtapes and came back home with two hundred dollars. Wow, no kidding. And because I just hustled the football game, like I, I hit up one of my friends and was like, "Yo, I'll give you this many. I'll give you this many." And the three or four of us would just run around. Like they helped me make a cover and shit. Shout out to Sean and Andy. They helped me. They helped me make this little mixtape make it look official and we just ran around to the, the basically sold it to the whole school and their parents and then i was walking around town as a little kid didn't even have a car and i'd see people driving by like bumping my music and shit That's so the cool, that must be the coolest feeling it was one it was one of the best feelings was selling cds and after cds fell off and like nobody listened to them anymore i missed it and years and years went by so just a couple months ago actually it was like a nostalgic thing like the feeling I wanted to go back to the feeling of the mixtape era, like you said, like the CD era, and uh, I made a mixtape. Just I was like, "Fucking, this is a financial risk because it's gonna cost me like two hundred dollars plus to get it all made and pressed up." But I was like, just for the simple fact that I will feel like I'm like I'm nineteen again or like I'm seventeen again, and like maybe somebody will will be from that CD era and understand, or I'll get made fun of or whatever. But who cares? Still, I'm yeah. like, I mean, try this again. So like, I came out with a twenty dollars CD instead instead of five, off the strength of Nipsey Hussle talking about how he used to sell his CDs for a hundred dollars, <laughs> and because of the fact that like, when you up the price, people people expect it to be better if they if they don't know what they're buying, because selling yeah. a CD is sketchy. Like when you, people still do it in like Times Square and shit when you go to New York. Oh, but, I got hustled in New York. Right. Like no, but like it would be a like blank CD a, or some shit. Oh yeah, it was bad. Yeah. yeah, or the CD will just be trash. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just like buying a CD off of someone who you don't know is sketchy because you're like, it's just risky money. But if you're like, this is twenty dollars, and they're like, okay, this must be quality music. I expected to to come close to breaking even with the with the two hundred and something that I spent, and I made over a thousand dollars in a week. Wow, off of CDs, and that was in 2020. It That's blew crazy. my fucking mind. I was like, yo, we're in 2020 and these people are buying CDs up. I'm like, wow. Like, I just made a rack that quick. Like, I remember driving around. I was in Gardner. Like, I didn't even leave Gardner. I, and Gardner's a small ta- a small city. It's not a town. It's a city. It should be a town, but whatever. I drove around for like 15 minutes and I pulling up on my friends, chatting for a second with my friends. I go to my next friend's house down the street and my phone was blowing up like if I was trapping. And then it was like, I remember, like, I had a big-ass smile on my face, and I pulled up to my other friend, and he was like, yo, he's like, what What just happened? I was like, nothing happened. I was like, but, dude, I just made a couple hundred dollars in, like, less than an hour. And he was like, wow. He's like, that's what's up. And I'm like, yeah, I can't believe people still buy CDs. I wonder if it's, like, a retro thing now, dude. I wonder, I think, I wonder yeah, if now it's literally, it, like, it's, vinyl. Is I it the vinyl? It's like the now. new, it, yes, it, it's it, the new records. Like, enough time went by that it's vintage now. It's wow. It's vintage. So now it's like I got an old-school style. I got. I'm, I'm selling old school CDs. Like I'm. A, I'm. I'm like. I'm an old man now. I got the. I got the. I got the flat top from the '80s. You know what I'm saying? I might as well. You know, just like go all in with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. It's a whole theme right now. So well, when when yeah. Chill the Fuck Out drops, at first I'm gonna drop it as a CD, and and I'm gonna go around selling the CDs because it makes me a lot more money than my digital shit. That, that's that's pennies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But this shit. I get twenty dollars at a time. So if I sell five in an hour, that's that's a hundred bucks in an hour. You know what I'm saying? That shit made me almost want to quit my job last time. But I was like, I know it's gonna eventually it like dies out because everyone who's gonna buy it bought well, it. Yeah, already. Had you know it. what I'm saying? Because I know my fan base doesn't go too far out from Gardner yet. 
So I'm like, I just go around that area of Fitchburg, Lemonster, and all those people know me out there. And they're like, oh, Marcel's doing CDs again. And they, they like, arose back from the dead. Like, they never left. Like, I was like, yo, That's so great, my mixtapers so are all still here. Like, so, then that goes back to authenticity. Like we were saying, it makes people actually want to stick the, with the you and be like, oh, shit, putting out new music again. Like, where do we got to pick it up? Yeah, I tell people when they buy it, too. I'm like, you're not just buying my music. Like, this shit comes with my friendship. Like, if you bought my mixtape for $20, I appreciate that. That's yeah. $20, like, at the end of the day. That's so somebody's hard-earned yeah. If your mom needs help moving, like I'll pull up. You bought my mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'll lift the bureau. Like I don't get you know what dedication. I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> for real. So well, I, I need to make it worth it. Not that the music's not worth it, but you know what I'm saying. That's why when I drop Chill the Fuck Out in March, it's gonna be a physical CD copy. As corny as that may sound to some people, it's gonna be. Nah, a dude, when when you drop that, let us know because I would. I would love yeah, to I would love to. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, we're gonna send him a. Uh, I've thought about this too. I was gonna order some T-shirts, but I ended oh, up. Yeah. I, they ended up not coming in yet, so we're gonna get him one cent send, send to you as well for coming on the show. That. For I sure, appreciate that. We have. Man. I have one special thing at the end too. I want you to I want you to do as well. You'll be the first to ever do it, so which will All be right. which will be cool. But okay. uh, either way. Um, one thing I wanted to say about um, this real quick is there's got to be some, there's something to be said, I think, for when you make music and you put it out on like a streaming service or whatever. It's out there and that's awesome. But there's got to be something to be said to having it physically in your copy. Like I made this like this is yeah. like what I created. It's more, you know it's what I mean? more artwork. Like my friend, uh, I have a friend, Corey Desell. He's he lives in LA now, so if anybody's in LA and needs a, needs photography or graphic design done, hit up Corey Desell. But he's like super artistic kid. He helped me make um, the cover and the case of my of my mixtape that I sold and it sold so well. Like, and I'm thinking about it. Like this shit's worth. At first, I felt kind of arrogant to charge twenty dollars because, I, like I said, I always charge five. You know, and people used to tell me you should charge ten for these, and I'm like, yeah, I don't. Because if someone came up to me with a mixtape trying to ask for $10, I'd be like, $10, yo. You know how much fucking McDonald's I could get with that? <laughs> I'm like, fuck your mixtape. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But So I felt crazy to charge 20 But I looked at it and I was like, yo, his artwork alone was worth $20 more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That his photography, like he took a really good picture and then made like graphic design around the, the picture. And it was like the way he put it together was like, like you said, to hold it in your hand before you even listening to it. You're like, this is good art. That I'm, yeah, like, I'm it enjoying looks this. looks real and like legit, yeah. you know? You could show it off to your friends. Like they get in your car and like the fact that no one else is doing that right now, CDs, it was like a little cheat code for me. Because like someone gets in their car and they're like, yo, you got a CD? Yeah. Automatic conversation starter. You can immediately tap that, like, that community yeah. too. Yeah. And they're going to ask questions. Like, what are you doing with a CD? And they're going to be like, yo, Marcel Stefan sold me this shit. Like, mm -hmm. he pulled up on me. He pulled up to my house. And like, and this goes back. When I was doing that shit, that was back when all that fucking crazy snow was coming down. That was 2015. No, yes. no, 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 no. Twenty twenty, like this, this winter. Oh, oh, oh. oh I don't know oh, about oh, this oh, area, oh, oh, oh. but gotcha, in the gotcha. in the Gardner Fitchburg Lemon. Oh well, you area, guys get a lot more snow than us. Yeah, we do, though, and yeah, it yeah, was yeah, yeah. it was like crazy. So it was called Gliden. The mixtape was called Gliden, and the single Gliden obviously oh, was came was off on of it. it. Yep, yep. And um, I was literally gliding around on fucking snow and ice, <laughs> trying to sell those fucking things. That's awesome. Because oh, like, sweet. I was pumped. I actually had a cop. Uh, I went to the uh, projects in Gardner. And I sold like three of them there. And the cops saw me sliding around from parking lot to parking lot in the projects. People handing me money through the window and me handing them oh, something no. out the window. <laughs> and he like creeped up on me and I was laughing because I was like, I already know what's going to happen. He hit me with a flashlight and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, opened up my backpack and he was like, what? <laughs> you got <laughs> <What>? CDs? <laughs> like, yeah, I got more clientele than the fucking... 
crack dealer that you're actually looking for, you know what I'm saying? Like, probably making more money, too, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, legit, it was crazy. But yeah, that was fun. That was one of the funnest weeks of my life. It was some of the best times of my life doing that. So, so like, like, like you just said earlier, Cody, like making that personal connection with these people and like having them come back to something yeah. that, and like I said, they're going to continue to come back if well, they're I mean, hearing that you're coming through and giving out these physical copies that people are, are buying. It's great. Well, and there's so much music out there too, that I feel like it's kind of easy to like listen to someone one day, forget about them like two weeks that's later, but then too. every time someone sees your name, they're immediately going to remember like, oh, that's the dude who literally drove up to my house yeah. in that blizzard and sold me a CD. Yeah. Like just so I could listen to the music. Yeah. I that, think it'll increase in value down the line like years from now um if somebody goes yo i got i got a cd from marcel stefan that he handed to me and they'd be like yeah fucking right like those people only spent 20 bucks and they got something that they're gonna show people and they'd be like what the fuck like how like, i can't fuck? believe how, how did, did you get, get that yeah. and it's it, the thing about it i think that makes it valuable is like once they're gone once they're sold out like all the ones i buy once they're sold out like you that's it. You can't get that again. You know what I mean? And there's certain things like everything that I put on the mixtape eventually will come out on digital, on Spotify and everything, most of it. But I always make sure that there's at least a couple tracks, at least a couple skits or something that hidden on only the that CD. you will never, no one else will ever get. You know what I mean? It's like exclusive shit. Yeah. Like I might say something about my life on there or I might have a conversation with me and one of my friends on there or there might be two or three songs on there that no one else will ever hear unless they bought that CD. So automatically, you feel more connected to the artist. You feel special. You feel like, yo, it's money money well spent right there. Well, I feel like also just kind of on a side note about like the, the songs like... Uh are the hidden songs that used to always be on CDs. I always loved shit like that. Where yeah. It was like an eight minute long song and on the track listing, it only says three minutes. You're like, holy shit, why? what's going on? Yeah. And then like after three minutes of silence, all of a sudden there's like the hidden track down at the end of it. I feel like that's something that's also unique to CDs that we're kind of missing out on now Absolutely. with streaming. Because like, you see those albums online, like um, I think there was one at the end of uh, actually an Aesop Rock song. Uh, he had a track called One of Four that shows up like right at the end of it. And I had no idea that was coming when I first heard it. So when it happened, it was like, holy shit. Like, yeah. this dude just came out of nowhere. But then when you go on the streaming uh, like list of it, it just shows it right below it. So it almost makes it a little more anticlimactic, I guess. Mm. And I think that's even more motivation for you to... I don't want to say like make it because I don't I don't really know what that means. I, what does making it really mean? I, I think that's different for everybody. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think like for you, it's different with that. Yeah, I see, view it as. But for you to kind of keep keep growing for yourself, and for you to get to a point where like you're either a household name or people know you well enough to be like, oh yeah, like I had one of his mixtapes back in 2020. He was I walked out of my house in the dead heap of winter and the snow to yeah. this dude's car and he was driving around Gardner and giving <laughs> us fucking CDs yeah. and you'll be somewhere which you know in a way better place just like laughing about and just those yeah, moments you know, this song. I feel this. like that's the groundwork you have to do though cause everyone's on this it's like you can't get big if you're if you're not networking you have it's all about people like you have to know people people have to know you they have to make those connections so it doesn't matter how good your music is you can make good music till you're blue in the face like if you don't know how the to the way it shit well. works nowadays it won't grow organically like unless you're like amazing like better than Prince and Michael Jackson put together like it won't grow organically you well, have to do that groundwork and but yeah. for me it's tough because I'm somewhat 
of a shy dude sometimes and like I'm not good at social interactions online which is like the polar opposite of most people like it's easy to talk online but then in person but I feel like it's way easier in person because you could like feel that person's vibe you could yeah, see you their face a bit, yeah. you know you're gonna get a response you're not gonna get ghosted so it's like yeah. it's my it's my my own unique version of networking would be selling mixtapes because I, I don't just handle mixtapes and say give me my money get the fuck out of here like we stop and have a conversation or they might even hop in my car and take a ride or you know what I'm saying I'll be like yo hit me up sometime we well I mean chill. having conversation in person is what ended up like bringing you here in the first place too because yeah. like you guys met at the show and it's not yeah. like it was like an online like random connection it's like no you actually get to meet this person kind of see what they're about and yeah. like shoot the shit a little bit yeah I genuinely liked what he did on the stage and he walked by me and I was like and I like I said I didn't have this thing like oh I'm gonna ask him for to do our intro because I like, like you know what I mean yeah, like, it all I just was like yeah I'm gonna tell this dude like that he did he did good shit whatever he, that he did great and then we struck up a conversation and then like you know one thing came to yeah. another so it's just like if that would have happened online it would not play out the same no, oh, absolutely it's not. Different. No, absolutely not. If you would have been like, "Yo, good job on stage," I'd be like, "Thanks." <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, it would have been the fucking end of it right there. But it's just Thanks, like random, dude. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> like, it's different. Like you can see how genuine, authentic it was when you're like, "Yo, good job on stage." Like if you would have typed it, I would have been like, "This guy's bullshit saying what he's supposed to say." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I could see the look Fall on your out. face and like, "Yo, he really enjoyed my performance." So I'm actually gassed because I could tell you actually enjoyed it. So I'm actually wanting to reach out and do something for you. It's just so much more real. And that, that's how the word of mouth will spread because, like, with a CD, it's a physical, people will talk about it. If someone gets a digital mixtape from me, there's no story behind it. There's no physical thing connected to it. It's just a CD. It's like, Maybe, oh, it's just some songs yeah. I got sent. Yeah. Like, so if they're not playing it in their car and they're listening to some something else, nobody's going to ask, yo, what's that thing on your dashboard or in your visor? Or what's that thing on your on top of your dresser? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just more... It's more to like talk about there. It's more for me to locally keep planting those seeds I need to plant. Because I know my level. I know I'm not, like, super high up yet. So, right, you got to do that little dirty work right now to get you started. <laughs> but if you get, like, deep-rooted like that, you could get, like, a cult following, kind of. That way, when you get next, and people are like, oh, you... You don't know what I know about him. Yeah, like, that's I've, the I've shit been following that, this for yeah, way longer than you have. That's the shit that I feel like blows people up. So I'm just trying to set it up on level one right now. Well, you're right. Self-awareness is a really big thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you... Like, I think we've, we've been pretty good about that. I think yeah. throughout, like, understanding where we're at... And and even for you and I, I mean, we talk about this all the time. Like we, we have our humble beginnings as well. Like, but you and I met in a face to face interaction. Yeah, like, literally at a bar over that record right there yeah, with uh, yeah. with Malib. So it's just really cool. Like when you can make those connections and actually, you know, something great comes out of it. And then, so I mean, we're sitting here now in in our studio with you know this great in this great space, and I'm so blessed and, and thankful for it. I mean, but you know, when I was living in Medford, we Cody and us all the time. We had a Guitar Hero microphone. I'm not like kidding. A little USB a rock microphone band. for like, like we, rock band or something. We some stuck shit. it in. Yeah, we stuck it in here. We put it. We had. We didn't have any of these. We had no we stands. Have, we nothing. had a cup. We, we put, like a we put cup. it in a we cup. In. I respect it though. That's we, that's what it's all about right there. And we reviewed Anderson Pack's Oxnard. Yeah. And that was our first ever episode. And believe it or not. It's one of our highest, <laughs> highest viewed ones. Yeah, I think it's strange. still in like the top five. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because so I think we've. You know, it's funny. I think we've we've made so many references to it. People are like, "All right, like, I need to see how bad like, this I, shit yeah, is." I need, hear, I need to hear the quality of this. I need this to hear how bad right this here. is. 
No, nah, yeah. the the quality, like, you know, and then as you grow, you get qual- you, your your quality gets better, right? And then you have all these people, and you know what's funny? The cult following people are the people like when the they hit big, like they're the loudest. They're like, "Yo, I was on that person first. Right. Like, I I, yeah, I was listening I to him before anybody. If you like, can't get someone talking about you excited like that, then th- that shit, like, yeah. if someone says yeah. that in a house party, that whole house party's gonna look that motherfucker up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're like, exactly. yo, this guy's bubbling about this dude. Like, who is this dude? Yeah. And somebody's like, yo, my boy raps and he's kind of good. No one gives a fuck in no. the house party. They're like, I'm not going to go look that guy out. Like, no, but if you're out there saying, like, no, he's like the next big thing. You've got to yeah. fucking listen. Like, I, I don't know how you haven't heard this already. Like, yeah. you're going to get them excited. It's the excitement. Yeah. People get ghosted all the time online. Yo, I make music, listen to my shit in my inbox. If someone inboxing me like that, just know I'm not gonna listen to your shit. I know it's fucked up, but if someone say, like, "Yo, I make good music, listen to my stuff," what does it make you? Stand I've never, out at all? I've like, never clicked on it. Yeah. I've never clicked on anyone who's done that to me. But if you walk up to me in real life, and you're like, "Yo, I actually make music," you look at my stuff. You're you're standing right the fuck in front of me. I have no choice but to break my phone out and look up your stuff, or else yeah. I'm a dickhead. Online, you could be a dick and get away with it. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not, there's not a face right in front of you that you like. You gotta right. basically stand up to, like, yeah. be like, nah, I'm not. So that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm just walking up to people, like, yo, listen to my shit, and I bet you're gonna fucking search that shit. Yeah. Up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right, I bet you're gonna search that shit up right there. And I know if I inbox you on Facebook and go, hey, listen to my music, I know it's gonna say check scene. And I'm gonna be sitting there watching your little grill. Hey, you got the green bubble, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not nothing's gonna happen. I'm gonna look at my views and plays, and uh, it's not gonna go up one. And I'm gonna be like, they never listened to it too funny yeah and like you said i mean like cody just brought this up i mean you wouldn't be sitting here right now had we not had a personal interaction i really feel that way having this unbelievable like another unbelievable episode it's like every time we have some appreciate it dude another like another gem from you right here this has been Thank unbelievable you. man so so happy that you we finally got to do this and, and you you came through um i have a question for you all right i like to ask a lot of people that when they come on the show this question okay and i think this tells me a lot about your music palette, going back to that. Uh, so you have a track, all right? You can have anybody produce it, and you can have any artist you want on it, up to maybe, we'll say, how did oh we do this God. last time? Was it like four, like three three features? I mean, I think it was yeah. three features. All right, so you got you got somebody for to do a, a beat for you, mm-hmm. okay? You got somebody to do the hook, you got a verse, and you got two guest verses, all right? So it's, it's like just structure of like a regular song, three verses, oh, a hook, boy. And a, and a beat oh, so who is on that track like dream scenario can be anybody scenario. dead or alive go dead or alive holy dead or alive. fuck you take it makes it even harder level. yeah dead or alive. Even harder. you can you can, you can take uh, a I've minute been thinking about this for can, a while actually. you can take a minute <laughs> super epic super epic something way different than what's ever been done before i like um as you could probably tell by my music i like shit that's layered a lot of vocals layered on top of each yeah. other <laughs> so i would go I've been thinking about this for years, actually. I'm so glad you asked me this. Uh, I never thought of who would produce it, but just right off the top of my head, I would say maybe, can we do collab producers if one person has to produce it? Like, you can get a couple producers. Okay, sure. so I would say, I would say, uh, I hope I say this guy's name right, I don't fuck his name up, but F, FJK or FKJ or whatever it is. This is Oh, F, is it FK, F, F, FK first? FK. It's, FJ, it's either FJK or FKJ. One of those and and Pharrell with Quest Love drums. Well, uh, Quest is incredible. FKJ. 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 Okay, FKJ and is, yep. Pharrell on the melodies collaborating on top of Quest Love drums, and I would literally want like a church choir style fucking chorus by Masego, 
Ooh. Tyler the Creator. I love that you just said Chance Masego. the Rapper. Fucking um, what's Let's his get some name? Gospel dudes on there. Yeah. Who's the dude who made cigarette song? Fucking um, not. I can't remember his name. The cigarette. Oh, uh, is it Vic Vic Mensa? No. He's, he uh, he did a cigarette song, cigarettes and coffee or something like that. No, but like I, I would want like uh, phony people. Ooh, um, they they actually so that's a yeah Sid from the internet. Um, I lo- dude, I love. I want. Um, I love you. And I want them palette, to all. Dude. I want them to all Good sing the shit. chorus, the same thing at the same time. All these people's voices because they all got that jazzy mellow vibe. Like so, as one, they would sound like like the world's best church mm-hmm. with like fucking. Um, yeah, that's it. And then I would have, I would have. That sounds like a hell of a song. I would have, and then I would have. Yeah, a, that's it. That after song already. Off, like, yeah, you got me drooling right now. Could that be real? Then, dude, we dude. we almost saw phony people. So we saw a band uh, ripe this like very very recently, and that was supposed to be the opener. They're, I think they opened the night before. They they opened no for the fourteenth, and then the fifteenth it was um, the last res- the new respects. The new respects who were really um, oh, were awesome. They were we'll, awesome. Yeah, too, we'll talk about them. Yeah, like we almost got to see phony people. That would have been sick. Phony people's crazy. Well, Sid, I love Sid. Yeah. She's awesome. Like very underrated. Uh, and then you said obviously Tyler Chance. Who else did you have in there again for the on the hook? Oh, oh Masego. I'm Masego. so pumped you said that. Masego's that Tadao dude. is amazing, yes, bro. Oh the, the video God, for that's bro. crazy. Him and the other dude like that's actually out. that's yes. actually um FKJ. Yeah, 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 FJ, yeah, yeah. I'm, oh my God, I'm probably right. fucking that up again. That's I hope right. I'm not no, no, no. You got it because you looked it up, right? Cody? FKJ, right? FKJ. Okay, yeah. No, I think that is the guy who's on that song yeah. with him. I'm gonna look that up right now too because yo, Tada was one of my yeah, favorite is, fucking no, songs. It is. is it? Yep. Dude, that song is a FKJ, fucking smooth banger. Yeah, some it yeah. really is, dude. Oh, someone needs to make that feature happen with all those people I just had. Though that would be wild. That would be oh, that would be amazing. That would be ridiculous. And you gotta throw Erica Badu in there too. Erica Badu is like, yo, yo my yeah. girl's probably going to hate me for this, but I would, oh my God. I, I wonder would, why we get along. Bro. I would awesome. marry Erica Badu just off the strength of how her music sounds. Like, I would move into her house and live with her. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, dive right I'm in. sure I'd have a good time. I'd be smelling incense and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Ooh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to, yeah, we usually, this is an incense, uh, incense studio usually. I'm surprised we, I did, forgot to put some on. Either way, though, dude, that's, dude, Erica Badu. She's, well, everything. been on so many things with Crit and Outcast, who were two of my favorites. Like, I'm, yeah, that's that's a hell of a song. Yeah. I would love that. Damn, that needs to happen. I mean, we just put it out into the world, so who, who knows? Hey. It's possible, man. Yeah. If any, any of you are listening, you know, I mean, they're not. Any of you, joke, any but. collective, yeah. <laughs> you know, if anyone yeah. with the power to make this shit happen just heard that, <laughs> you could take full credit. You know, just we make, just we just want to hear the end result of let that us track, listen to it. which would be just, <laughs> the world will be better for it. Oh, absolutely, man. Ah, oh, Marcel, thank you so much for coming on, bro. For real. Oh no, I no, I wanted to mention real quick. You mentioned your girl. Uh, congratulations on on your your baby, bro. Your baby, thank your, you. your son, dude. I fucking, Congrats. I'm yeah. really really. Fun. What's his name again? Cairo. Cairo. I like that name. Yeah, that's dope. That's thank dope. You. He's a couple months old now, right? Yeah, two what's months the, old. What's that like? What's oh, being man. a dad like? How does that? That's, kinda... That goes back to the driving force and, and reason to be doing it. It's another reason. It's another reason why I'm I'm going so hard right now because. People like are like, yo, another motivation. For yeah, you. yeah, everyone's like, yo, we noticed a, a recent spike in hunger with you. Like, you're you're doing everything. You're everywhere right now. And I'm like, yo, my brother just passed away, and my son was just born. So those are the biggest reasons why I'm doing this shit. Like, before I was kind of lackadaisical. It was fucking, just like for fun, probably. Just I didn't like, have right, no, yeah. I didn't have no reason. I was just rapping because I could. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, I'm going after it. Like I'm, 
I'm hungry as fuck. So yeah, he's uh, it's it's good to raise him, man. He's like looking in the mirror because he looks just like me. He's huge for two months. He's beautiful. I've been seeing him all yeah. over Instagram, dude. I, I mean, he does look a lot like you. Thank you. <laughs> he really does. He's like a little Mike Tyson. He's always throwing combos and shit. And I'm yeah. like, yo, yeah. how do you know how to throw a perfectly formed punch? Yeah. I'm like, no one ever taught you that shit. But it's like, he holds his own bottle at two months and stuff. It's crazy. He's trying to talk. He doesn't know what he's saying. Mm-hmm. It's like watching the efforts there, though, really. dude. The efforts there. Yeah, watching, no. watching, watching toddlers and babies do anything honestly is pretty hilarious. Like up for up through a certain level, because it's like they're trying so hard. Yeah. Like, this is the hardest thing they've ever done in their <laughs> life right now, and they're just like taking the shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. It's hilarious. Well, you you have a lot of nieces and nephews. Yeah, so I, you got, got I got it, nine. Like, I got yeah. nine nieces and nephews, yeah, all, and yeah. it, it's it's always so fun. Like watching, it, it just the progression is so fast that yeah. first year. Like it's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, every day he gets bigger. Mm-hmm. Like if I go away for two days. And I come back, I'm like, holy fuck, he got big. My girl's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you don't notice because you've been here the whole time. But Yes, you see it. It's been two days and he got big. I'm like, holy fuck. Be the man of the house till he's like 15. <laughs> then it's over for me. Right? <laughs> Especially throwing those haymakers, you're done. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> saying. Like, he's, already practicing. he's like, he's like, he got this from somebody else. It wasn't yeah. me. Some, some, some generation. <laughs> he's crazy. Oh, that's awesome, man. Well, yeah, like I said, congratulations. He's, he's beautiful. And like you said, it's another motivating force for you man and yeah. you're doing a really a lot of great things and your singles that you have out on spotify and apple right now i'm, I'm bumping them like crazy and and they're definitely going to be on our boston Va review volume two yep. so uh that playlist will be out very shortly as well so make sure you guys tune into that Thanks. uh make sure you uh follow marcel on instagram marcel underscore stefan yes and uh you know we're going to post him on uh when we do a post on our our instagram that's at turntable teachers when we do a post uh, for this episode, and uh, so make sure you guys tune into our socials and Marcel's socials, and get on and follow all his stuff. Anything coming up? You know, get the mixtape. Do you have any like shows coming up, or anybody can so, can go see you perform, or is that kind of just like some stuff in the works? I got a show tuned? coming up in Boston in uh, either March or April. They told me they're gonna let me perform at the Labs in Boston, which is an awesome. up and coming little thing that they're doing. Uh, showcase Dope. artists so that show is going to be enjoyable people can pull up to that if they want um chill the fuck i was dropping soon in march me time the song will be dropping on all uh music platforms in a couple days and it's on it's on soundcloud already it's on it? soundcloud so already that might be out by the time this is this actually yeah so is by out. the time yeah. this drops this might actually be out. be out right now i'm just waiting for it to drop <laughs> yeah. i'm waiting for this shit to hurry up and drop i i, I posted it up a couple of days ago so me time will be out in a couple of days um, Celeton, the EP, the five-song EP will be coming out within the next couple months, along with Chill the Fuck Out. Um, that's gonna be um, that's gonna be online, not a physical CD. So, and go check out the producer Dilettante. In the meantime, he's making some crazy ass beats right now. So, for any other artists that want to work, Dilettante is this fucking genius. So yeah, we'll have to make sure that we uh, like tag him. In oh, this absolutely, well. absolutely. Yeah. My yeah. man. Oh, before you go, all right. So I had this idea, sort of. Well, you said you did this at your townhouse, just for just for part, like when, yeah. when you were at uh, back in college, back in college, back in college just, days to like you know. keep track of who was who was at the parties and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So and you're gonna be the first for this. I, I'm sure you're gonna say yes. Uh, we're gonna have you sign the turntable teacher's wall. All oh, right. You're gonna be shit. the first person to we're gonna oh, get a little video man. of you doing this shit and everything. This might be the first little video we'll yeah, throw it on. We'll throw it on Instagram. Huh? This is gonna be the first one. So check out our Instagram. Uh, yeah, you're gonna be the first, the first person to sign the wall. So uh, you know, a, a, a big honor as you. Mm-hmm. He can he can be bragging maybe someday when when. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's that's the real that's the real authentic <laughs> thing again, dude. Yeah. We could be like, oh, or the flip side, be like, yo, Marcel Stefan. 
was the first person to sign. sign our, I, I got his signature on my so damn wall. So whichever of us makes it first, the other one gets to brag. Exactly. So you guys blow up and become way. the world's biggest podcast. I'll be like, yo, I was on that shit first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, lie, I'll lie my ass off. I'll be like, I was on that shit first. And if I blow up, you could be like, we had Marcel's the fun when he was fucking no one. And he was the first to sign our shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I love so it. Hey, well, you're someone, bro, and you're doing fucking good shit. And I really appreciate Seriously. you coming on here and, and being as real as, and authentic as you were with us today. And and if obviously if this hour and, and, and change was not enough for you to go check out this man's music, I'm not sure what will so uh, at this point, I I show up at your house. Say. You know me. <laughs> hey, listen to he'll my be shit. There. He'll be there. <laughs> he'll be there in your driveway with the boombox. <laughs> like, listen to my mixtape. <laughs> uh, Marcel, thank you, bro. We thank really you, appreciate man, you. You've been awesome. Thank you. Good Thanks show. for having me. Oh, of course. Good much, to meet you guys. Much, yeah. much love, bro. All right. I'm Mike. I'm Cody. We are the turntable teachers. And that is Marcel Stefan. And class is dismissed. <laughs> Turn to the